0: Namaste. We read about, we read a poem. And the poem is about the movement which is most crucial, central movement in Shorabindo's yoga. It is the movement which is central to most of the yogas. Except those which rely on personal effort alone. Shubhindo says that in every yoga there are these three aspects. Bhakt, Bhagavat, Bhagwan. So the central movement we see in the Gita, if you see the entire teaching from beginning to end, it is not Nishkam Karma that is important. Nishkam Karma is an elementary thing and any intelligent person should be able to understand that Sakam karma is the most illogical thing to do. Why? Because in any case, results of any action are not in our hands. So it makes logical sense to leave it in God's hands, at least they are in safekeeping. <laughs> Isn't it? It doesn't require the Lord to manifest and say that I have come to teach you Nishkam karma. He is reminding us that think logically. But the Lord has come to teach us something else, something which is much more which only the Lord can say. And that is, sarvadharman dharmaan parityajya Mami kamsha Surrender unto me. And I will take care of everything. Don't have, have no worry, no grief, no fear. Because I am there. I walk with you. You don't walk alone. So normally when we use the word surrender, we understand it with this idea, that now I have given myself to the Divine and He will take care of me. And this of course is the first aspect of surrender That Lord, I am yours, take care of me But when he takes care of you, he will take care in his own way If he thinks that its linen is getting dirty, he will put us in the washing machine And we can't say, Ki, Lord, I asked you to take care of me You have put me along with all these dirty clothes And they are swirling at great speed To what effect? And he will say, after 20 minutes, I'll put the thing off. Lord, please take me out. No, no, no. (laughs) He's smiling outside. eh? You can see through that machine, if the cloth could speak, it will see that the malik owner is smiling. The cloth doesn't know why it is there. After 20 minutes, the machine will open and you'll come out. What did you achieve giving me all this? He'll say, wait. Look into the mirror. See? You have become shining, pure, shuddh. So surrender implies that now onwards, I have given myself to you is the first side, but your will is the one which is for me the most important. It implies obedience to the divine will. Otherwise what is surrender? If I say I have surrendered to you, but I will do whatever I feel like doing, then it is not surrender. It is only a talk of surrender. Surrender implies obedience to the divine will. So this is the second aspect of surrender. Third aspect of surrender is that I will obey the divine will but I have limitations of nature. What can I do? I will do. You have given me this work to do in dispensary or here or there and I will do it. But my nature is limited. I will do according to my buddhi. You know that story of the king who had appointed a fool in his service. So the fool, somebody had planted him like that. Fool said, I am yours, surrender to you. I will do seva, whatever seva you tell me. So king said, okay, what can you do? He said, I will watch over you when you are sleeping. He said, very good, watch over me. So king was sleeping. So suddenly there was a mosquito which was coming near the king. Found entry. So first he tried everything, it won't go. (laughs) So... He is doing seva of the lord after all, you know, of the king So he gets very annoyed, increasingly he is getting annoyed I am supposed to make sure that the king can sleep uninterrupted But you know, constantly this little mosquito is coming What if he develops dengue? what if he develops malaria All these thoughts are coming into the fool's head Then he sees in a corner there is a sword which is lying He said, that's it He picks up the sword, chasing the mosquito and then once when the mosquito sits on the king's chest, he full force strikes the mosquito. The rest is history. So surrender also implies that I surrender my nature. Mother says the most important surrender is surrender of your character. Character here means that the way of being, we have almost a way of reacting to things, situations, people, circumstances. If I don't want to change them, then I have not surrendered. It means I am ready and willing to change. Rest the divine will do. Nobody is expected to change their nature by themselves. But we have to present it to the divine, allow the divine working. And then slowly we will see, if we allow, that the things will begin to change. But then even when there is a change within my consciousness, still the instruments are there, which will still go into the old pattern. So surrender also implies giving the instrument in the hands of the divine. What is the instrument? This body, mind, they are instruments. My body with all its senses, karmi Indriyas and Jnindriya, is the outer instrument, mind is the inner instrument, Anta Karan. So when we offer it to the Lord, then He will start pouring His energies and transforming it. This is so surrender starts with first a fundamental surrender, central surrender that I am yours, I have come here to do the yoga. Then it starts by obedience to the divine. Then it starts by willingness to change along the lines that the divine wants me to change. We are ready to change and accommodate according to everybody. You know, there are people who are willing to change because of this person, that person. But we should change according to the way divine wants us to change. And then it implies finally surrender of the instrument. So all this is implied in one word that's why the word is not arpan but samarpan arpan is offering offering is where i offer my acts whatever i'm thinking feelings arpan is the step towards surrender when i i am still doing it egoistically but i am offering it i am enjoying the gulab jamun and yet I am saying, Lord, I have given to you. He says, okay, fine. So I will save you from the adverse effects because you have offered the gulab jamun to me. <laughs> or maybe sometimes I want to play a little bit with you. I will make your sugar rise. So that you at some point say, okay, enough of gulab jamuns in my stomach. So that is arpan, where we are doing the work egoistically. With our own consciousness, but we are offering. I make a house based on how I want it to be. For my comfort. But I have the house warming ceremony when I say, offer these houses to you. Arpan, that is called arpan. But arpan is also tricky. Huh? You have offered the house to the Lord, means now He can move in freely, in and out. And if we are doing things which are not in tune with that higher will, either He may just say, okay, enough, you are offering, I am leaving. You do whatever you want to do. Or He may say, okay, I have come to stay permanently. And then things will begin to take a different turn altogether. So there is offering. Then there is another word called consecration. So we have offering which is elementary practice to keep offering. Then there is consecration. Consecration means now I have not only offered, but now I am saying this is yours. And therefore that thing gets purified. So offering is, we take the example of the house. I have made the room For my enjoyment My pleasure And then I say I am giving the house to you Offering That's offering So we can do it With the divine name One day we have Graha Pravesh Poojan After that Maybe every day We can consecrate uh, I mean offer If you want to Consecration means Lord Though I have made the house For my joy And in my way But you know Treat it as your house So now He starts saying Okay good I'll come, I'll stay, but don't shut me inside only a door. It's my house. I'll enter your bedroom and see what you are doing. I'll enter your bathroom also. And I'll see whether you are reading this Savitri or not. Why not? Everywhere. Or you are trying to create a division between my place and all other places. Everywhere I'll come. Because you have now consecrated. And then comes samarpan. Consecration still I am doing with my ego But I am inviting the Lord in everything And samarpan is I want to do what you want me to do Some Everything in totality So here is this poem which talks about samarpan The ultimate, penultimate stage Surrender O thou of whom I am the instrument First thing is to regard our life as Being an instrument of the divine Which means the instrument has no more business To say, use me this way, use me that way, why have you kept me aside? Instrument, if the divine wants to use it one way, if he wants to prepare it, I want to become steel in his hands, he will throw me in the furnace. I can't ask him anymore because I have offered to become his instrument. He may choose to use it as his uh, sword to fight, or he may choose to put it in his hilt, or he may choose to, when it is time is over. He breaks it and keeps it aside. Instrument has no more business to say, I want this or I want that. I am your instrument. So, instrument is not that I'll do it, uh, I must do it. If he wants us to keep aside the instrument, we should be happy. Either which way. So, this is instrument. O secret spirit and nature housed in me, let all my mortal being now be blent in thy still glory of divinity. So this instrument must be upgraded. What kind of instrument is this? So the instrument should be upgraded. So I am offering it to you now. Once the divine starts upgrading it, it's a process. It's I mean, <laughs> I don't want to use an adjective to the process. But it's a process. And the example, typical example is, Iron says, I want to be your instrument. So he says, okay, let me see what good I can do to you. Okay, I can use you as my sword. Wonderful. So what he does? Puts it in the furnace. Red heat of hell. Lord, I am burning, burning. Yes, yes. Don't worry. Wait. Then there is hammers of titanic toil. At the end, there is the sword. But if you are gold and say, I want to be your instrument, what will you do? Okay, I will wear it on my chest and it will... Be a joy Why? Because consciousness is more subtle So he will use subtle methods Anything Or if you are a bamboo Rigid and straight And say I want to be your instrument Okay fine I will flow melodies through you Sure Lord Do whatever you want to First thing he does It makes it all hollow Good for nothing You will say what are you doing? Strength of the bamboo is in its solidity You know That's why it uses Lati. He no, no, I don't want to use you at lati. I want to use you as a flute. So what does he do? He makes it hollow, here, there, everywhere, everywhere hollow. Lord, what are you doing? <laughs> wait, wait. And then one day he puts it to his lips and flows melodies. So that's the instrument. So here spirit and nature, which are the real. Spirit is the one who, which blows and nature is the one who works, executes. So he's saying, please carry me to the divine heights. I want this instrument to be upgraded to the utmost possibility. And then he further qualifies it. What are the instruments? Mind, life, body. I have given my mind to be dug thy channel mind. How do we give the mind? Not by saying that, yes, Sherbindu says so, but you know what? Actually, the scientist out there says something else. That's not how we surrender the mind. We say that if Sherbindu says so and the mother says so, this must be true. I don't understand it's my limitation. And then we can say, Lord, tell me, teach me, show me the light. He will show. Have, frankly, this is the path I have followed. Every time for me it's like, if Sri and the mother has said that is true. Now I don't understand Because we have Limitations of understanding So several times I have said Lord I don't understand But the other approach Is doubt Doubt is dangerous You cannot become An instrument By having doubts You become an instrument By surrendering That you dig the channel So that your force Can pour in Your light Your flaming intuitions Your illuminations And my mind can Be full of Your light I have given My mind To be dug Thy channel mind So that it becomes a channel for Thy light. I have offered up my will to be thy will. That means no more my will. Not my way. Your way. Whatever you want, may that happen in my life. Jo path chuno, jo tum chuno, vahi Whatever path you choose for me should be my path. This way, that way, here, there, all these should go away. Let nothing of myself be left behind in our union, mystic and unutterable. Powerful lines these are. Nothing. It's not enough that I am, my soul is with you. That's old time. Soul was always with you. Anyways, you know it very well <laughs> and the soul also knows. My mind should be with you. Every thought should be your thought. Every impulsion in the life, will, heart should be your. Every little twitch in my nerve should be yours. Every little cell of the body should be yours. It can go to what extent? Everything should be yours. So I want a complete union. Actually, in one word, what is the yoga of transformation and traditional yoga? Traditional yoga is union of the soul with the divine. Yoga of transformation is union of the soul along with that union of the mind, life, heart and body with the divine. Bodily union is transformation. If you look at it like that, that's what it's all about. Let nothing of myself be left behind in our union, mystic and unatterable. My heart shall throb with the world beats of thy love. I love this love, that love, your love. And your love is so vast, let it spread far and wide. So my heart should be beating with your love. World beats, my heart shall throb with the world beats of thy love. Such a love cannot be crammed up and limited into this or that little channels. Mera or mera Parivar, do, It can be, but if you say Hamdo means me and the divine and hamare means saar or sansar, Then it's okay. It can't be ham do, hamare do. <laughs> do, do. Bhagwan or hamare Hundreds. <laughs> Hundreds means complete perfection. So everything included. My heart shall throb with the world beats of thy love. My body become thy engine for earth use. Then we can't misuse our body. If we want our speech, for instance, to become divine, we can't misuse it for abusing, for harsh words, for bad language, for casual things, for lies, all kinds of things. Then how will this become useful? If I want my ears to be full of, you know, so that we hear divine voice, it won't do if I sit and say, Oh, that person very bad. Yes, I know he is horrible gossip. Paraninda. If I want my eyes to become the divine sight to awaken, then it won't do if I keep seeing dirt, mud, Gandhagi everywhere. If I want any part, all my senses touched to receive the divine, everything. So then we have to surrender it the Lord and body must become Thy engine for earth use By working for the divine In my nerves and veins Thy raptures streams Shall move Just imagine <laughs> Nerves and veins They are the Nerves are the way through which The brain reaches out to Every tiniest cell of the body And veins through which the entire blood circulation, the dynamic energy goes. So they are the jal, the net through which the entire body is interconnected. So he says, In my nerves and veins, thy rapture streams shall move. My thoughts shall be hounds of light for thy power to lose. You know what is hound? Hound can catch a thing from a distance. Shikari Kutta Hound So hound knows It's the dog for hunters So it knows from a great distance That there is a danger out there Or there is something out there So my thought should become Thy hounds So much before something is happening These hounds should be able to come And reveal to us So hound is actually used in spiritual literature uh, of course, there is a famous poem, Hound of Heaven. In Indian thought, she is called as Sarma. She is the goddess of intuition. She is sometimes described as a two-faced dog. A dog with two heads. So, hound of heaven. So, the intuition. Let my, your intuitive flashes cleave into my brain and use it for releasing your light and thy power upon earth. Because intuition is also a power, it's not just a light, it's a lightning. Intuition is compared to lightning. It can show you things, it can also burn down things. Keep only my soul to adore eternally, that I want to adore you eternally, my soul which is my true self. But how to adore eternally? In some temple, in a certain form, I will adore you. No, look at this. What is surrender? Keep only my soul to adore eternally and meet thee in each form and soul of thee. This whole universe is your temple. In every form, every soul, may I see you, meet you and adore you. This is surrender. I'll just read this poem again, then we'll stop. Surrender... O thou of whom I am thy instrument, O secret spirit and nature housed in me, let all my mortal being now be blent in thy still glory of divinity. I have given my mind to be dug, thy channel mind. I have offered up my will to be thy will. Let nothing of myself be left behind in our union mystic and unutterable. My heart shall throb with the world beats of thy love. My body become thy engine for earth use. In my nerves and veins thy rapture stream shall move. My thoughts shall be hounds of light for thy power to lose. Keep only my soul to adore eternally and meet thee in each form and soul of thee.